Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for another day. Another opportunity to come into his presence. Another chance to just hear something. You just want to lift your hand. Sing it this morning as a prayer. Oh Lord, do with us what you will do. Oh Jesus. You have already left the things you were doing and you have arrived here. It would be a pity if after that sacrifice you don't get everything that is for you. But this morning, our last morning of this conference, you want to say, Lord, this is my morning. This this is my morning. morning. That which is mine, Lord, let it come to me. That word, that instruction, that way forward, that step forward that is mine, Father, let me see it clearly. In all the things that are shared and are spoken about, Lord, the thing that is mine to do next, let me see it by your spirit. Let me see it and let me receive it. Let the words not fall to the side. Let the words not fall to the side. Let the beds not carry the words away, O God. Lord, let our issues not swallow up the word, O God. Let the thorns not cause the word to be of none effect, O God. 
But this morning, may we be good soil. May I be good soil. May I be good soil that your seed will fall upon a God and will bear fruit. And will bear fruit. 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Here I am. Today is already our last day. As soon as it starts, it is already over. But we are so grateful for how we have been received here. We thank you for how you have received us. <laughs> we thank you so much. God bless you so much. Apostle and Mrs. Apostle. I am Papa Apostle. Thank you for welcoming us. My young men have been eating their food three times a day. <laughs> what a blessing. Hallelujah. Tonight, I, this morning, I want to believe God that He will speak to each and every one of us. And that in the many words and the many things spoken about, that you see the one that is your next step. Hallelujah. Amen. Because building a church and growing a church is not an easy task. Sometimes people come in to start a church for the wrong reasons. Uh, we have seen people come and start a church because they say that there's money in it I think there are so many other simpler ways of earning money. Hey, it's not an easy work. <laughs> but it is the work that the Lord has called us to do. Hallelujah. 
and it is our privilege to do it. Yesterday I began talking about the highlights of the Great Commission. It was in the morning. And we spent a lot of time talking about going, going out with the gospel. And we spoke about many things. And we also came to the fact that you cannot work on your own and so you need other people uh, who also work you. And so we want to continue this morning. But as we continue, I want to start from a certain point. We agreed that the things we have to do are a lot, and so we need people who will also join in and work side by side with us. And I want to take us to this old scripture in Ephesians chapter 4. I say it's an old scripture because it's as well known. And I want to start reading it again from verse 11. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles the prophets the evangelists the pastors and teachers I want you if you are sitting by a pastor tell a pastor you are a gift you are a gift or you are sitting by an evangelist telling me you are a gift now it is the verse 12 that we often neglect it says their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church the body of Christ and I believe we have made this point earlier. But it's because God knows that his church, his work cannot be done by one man. That is why he gave to the church gifts who would train people so that together we are going to do that work. But what has happened over time is that the work has been left to the pastors, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists to do. 
se se ye yakodrum pempenso bia adwuma ni nyina asan aba beto sa achede nkrofo anyame afronso ye achede na adwuma na asan abeto wonso and many pastors most of you cannot get even one person to follow you anywhere ah asofo aye wo ha ye bedia danse ye bubebere ya sori mu no se wo peni pa ba kompo asoma ne so nko ye bidia edru ba bia na ehun ayeden please with all humility is it true or is not true ah eye no kra na enye no kra it is true. <laughs> we will even say, oh, the conference is for pastors and their leaders and their church workers. Only the pastor will come. Ah, yeah, because oh, sir, and the conference, I equate a year, I saw four, I saw room panel four, near Sorema. Now, sooner we are in a Bunsenina, Bacco, I saw for because the truth of the matter today, can I speak the truth? Will you allow me to speak the truth in all humility? The Bible says the truth will make us free. The truth is that how we have brought our church members up is such that they don't follow us anywhere and they don't do what we ask them to do. Hey, you are very quiet on me this morning. But I need to speak the truth. Every morning, Apostle stands here before the session. He says, Oh, they have come from Kumasi. We've come with a big team. I've come with 12 people. I have to tell you the truth. But the truth is that of the people who came with me, only two are obligated to come with me. who is that behind the camera? Jo, did I call you? Uh, doctor was begging to come. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Pearl, did uh, I tell you leave one, your husband one, and follow me and come? Did I call you to come? Albert, did I pay your transport to come? Did I pay? Hey, the church is very quiet Ace. this morning. No. I'm just trying to, you see, I'm just trying to describe something for you. It is not that you are not a called pastor. You are called, you are anointed, you are working in your church. But the difference, I need to tell you that my father has even a higher dimension of this. Sometimes he's traveling, we pay our own ticket and we follow. Yesterday, yesterday they sent me a picture those who are with him in Congo they paid their own ticket and went he has a few who are employed 
who are full timers. But the rest. Senia, ya mama kaya no. Ya wana esese wana noko wana asafono ena afu awoye. Mana sudo wana kani diye. Wana kasa na wadi ope eni nyamedo edi yechire. And when they come, we will find work for you to do too. You have paid your own ticket. You are paying where you are sleeping and you are working. Hey. But you see, I'm giving you this description that we don't normally talk this way. So that you'll be able to break this thing and get people who on their own will also go with you. Apostle said something this morning. He said, General Secretary has a job. He works somewhere. Yet something makes him take permission. When there is a conference or something he has to do, he takes permission and he comes. Our churches are full of people with jobs like him. But something because they will not take the permission to follow you where you want them to go. Bibinti. And that's what I want to share with you. It's almost like a small diversion, but an important diversion in the message this morning. This morning, I want to talk to you about the little difference that makes a big difference. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want us to go into the world of nature in order to make that uh, um, to explain it. There is an animal that is looks very close to the human being. So they are not people, but they resemble people. And that is the family of the apes. Uh, the apes, the monkeys, the gorillas, that group. There are many things they do that a human being also does. They are even stronger physically than we are. If you meet a gorilla or a male chimpanzee, you will not be happy if it wants to fight you. You will And yet, man is able to capture them. You can, you can catch a whole colony of them. You can catch so many of them, put them in one place. And 
and they will never be able to fight you even though physically they are stronger than we are samwa me kama se me e wom se won ho den sin nipa e wo wonam fam de na nso se nipa wo chi won bo awano a enya de a obe wa dwen se bi obe ku ana obe hawo e wo kwa mi why will they not say to themselves look when they come to feed us today eh everybody take a, 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 a club <laughs> and let us chase the person coming to feed us and beat him and escape from here why would they not say that why why will they not do that i didn't know one yes sir because human beings we can do it if you say nipa you better try sir that's why in the prison they have to be careful how they allow prisoners uh, because if you allow them to walk oh they will have a plan and they will escape and tina you didn't pack or to a fiance eh yam wa ye wa kwan e de won fa so bi se nipa won nyansa obetuma bopo se wo a wo de aduane koma no kra no betuma so won sa abie pru na pie eh there is a difference it's a small difference let me show you the small differences both apes and human beings teach their children we also do that but there's a difference what's the difference we can gather our children to teach them they cannot gather their children Please, are we understanding? Uh, so teaching they can teach. The mother will say, eat here, don't mess up here. But she can only do it for this one. This, the ape cannot gather the children to teach. Amen. Amen. Another small difference. A human mother can point to something and say, microphone. When she does this, the child will understand. The thing makes noise. Uh, you can point and the child will follow what you are saying. The ape cannot get it. And just because they cannot get it, they cannot understand that <laughs> how should I even explain it? That this thing is what is causing the sound. They, ca- they can't understand it. Amen. Amen. But our children, have you not noticed after church when they get a microphone, they are very happy? 
na munhye no nso se ye pon asori ase ne mpanifo no eto nyunye pon na akora no so akofa microphone ne ye just been watching realizes that when they talk here the sound comes big here akora na tena se hu se ye kwa asori be bia obi be fa sadi obi kasebo no e be jiji wa fidie mu akora na tena so that that connection the child can see the ape cannot see it enti sadi na e wo ho no akatia ne adwe nom sa omuntumi hu sadi na nipa hu no small difference by some big difference enso sunya kitwa bi nso e yenso e ade e sopa by some big difference e yenso sunya kitwa bi nso ye firi baba no ye kese pa the next difference afia yensan hwe nso sunya fofre wo both apes and human beings understand instructions eh emoi eni nipa yi eh they understand and they can obey so won so won yebribia otiasie okwamiso but the ape cannot ask a question nanso samwei onti bibiasia ontumi misa cannot ask a question cannot respond sanso na ontumi omisa sanso ontumi nyano cannot seek clarification say ebi akaba bi kakra bi ohuni ye ontumi misa ah na then na wait say ontumi bisa na sa meanwhile a human child nanso akwara dia o ye nipa dia when they can start talking so she she so kasa questions 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 so eh ubisa ne se onye bribia onti ase o be bisa o ah mama adenti na o se me nye ne sei o be bisa asking and we ask again o be kwotu abisa and ask again a friend of mine when she had her her child was young and the child asked questions and the mother said stop asking questions Eh madam fubia na ne ne baketwa akwara no pense mbisa bebere nti da ko bini maami ka chance ah ense mbisa ne do so jai wo pe wo pe nti mbisa do do please you know what the child why should i stop asking questions ndi akwara ne owie ya na akwara ne the questions ah wasa ne the asem kro na nyina nsa ah adenti na minya bisa asema ya ka jani so nyai no eno ana wo san di ya no You see I'm showing you the small small difference is so. Me chiramo ensunsunya enya ade eso eya nkitin kitin kitin kitin. This is what the ape cannot do. When ade am we into me. That's why we have been able to catch it and put and it in a zoo. Enuntina yetumi chiwon bo wa nugu fa akono. But you cannot catch human beings and put them in a zoo. No 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 no. Untumi nchini pasa. No you can't. Untumi nyane sa. Even under what colonial rule when they did all kinds of things to keep people did they succeed? Uh, we will come out oh is it true or is not true because of some little things we have that these creatures do not have Even though they can understand instructions they cannot add a child small child 1 plus 1 is equal to 2 he understands they, they cannot add they cannot subtract and your man kitin kitin bebere akwara o de ade ba ko ka ba ko hu a obehu se eyemie no nanso mo e de o de no ntumi ye ne sa another thing they are not able to do they you see both men and animals are greedy we have uh, carnal um, emotions eh sam wo ya me kan wasem eni nipano kwambiso no wadie ba ko a wani brade kwambiso but human beings can control it nanso nipa etumi hye saade ne so the apes cannot emoi de ontumi hye so when we say that they like banana when they say they like bananas enti say saaboi nani nya hu kwadu pa kwadu agona they will always come for the banana 
So when you have put the banana inside a trap, and they will be caught. But human being, he may be hungry, but he knows that if I eat in this place, I'm a dead man. You know it. Not, not, not only say me, but I eat a lot. I eat plenty, but because I know there's a trap. I will not, I will not take it. I will not take it. Many of us, we go to certain funerals in certain places, we decide that no food, no water. You be thirsty, cry, you go and come. Go and come. But, these ones they cannot control themselves. Hey, I'm hungry, I must eat. I'm thirsty, I must drink. Because of that, they get caught. I'm sure you are wondering that. Okay, okay. So this huge nature study, what is it about? I'm bringing us back into the church. When we have, we all have church services. That one we do. But the difference between the churches where somebody of their own free will does something and other places where they do not, the difference is just teaching. Nanso asafo asoria you will be surprised the difference that two hours of teaching after church will make to the workers in your church. When you look at the book, it doesn't even look interesting. The book crap pictures in him. There are no pictures <laughs> and you may say to yourself that ah, what difference does it make it's the little difference that makes the big difference let us go to Revelations chapter 10 Joshua it's okay this thing I can't you are right I cannot see it Joshua I say Joshua <laughs> Revelations chapter 10 let me show you something you see I just want you to see that it's the small things in Revelations chapter 10 remember that Revelations was written by John so he is the one having this vision and talking and he says he saw a big uh, um, um, angel 
He said the angel had one leg on earth and the other in the sea. He said the face of the angel was like the sun. He said the hair of it was like a rainbow. He said the dress was like a cloud. The legs were like pillars of fire. God wanted to make sure that John knew that this was an angel coming from his presence. Because there are other angels who look like us, and we may not know that they are angels. Remember the scripture that says somebody has entertained them unawares, and it's because they look like people. But this one was a special angel. The angel didn't say anything to John, which was the surprising thing. But John says in verse 2 that the angel was holding a small book. He was holding a little book. Now John continued to watch. He was waiting for what the angel would say to him. The angel said nothing. All the verses. Revelations 10, verse 3, verse 4, verse 5, verse 6, verse 7. The angel still did not speak to him. But in verse 8, a voice spoke to John and said, Go and take that little book from the angel. So John took it. John As soon as he took the book, he had not even read it. And the angel started talking. Then the angel told him, Go and eat this book. When you say to eat a book, you are saying you stay with it until it is part of you. It's one thing to read a book, it's another thing to eat a book. But he said, eat the book. When John ate that book, then the angel now told him, Now go and prophesy again. Go and prophesy again. So it means John had been prophesying before, but now he says, Go and prophesy again. And so now he's telling him, then he says, He shows him four levels. Four levels of ministry. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm talking from Revelation chapter 10 and verse 11. The first group were people. And it, say, it doesn't say people alone, it says peoples. Many pastors are preaching to just one group of people. But there are also some who are preaching to different groups of peoples. The difference between the one who is preaching to only one group and the other who is preaching to different kind of peoples is a little book, something small. The second level he told him was that he was going to preach to different nations. I want you to tell your neighbor, neighbor, look at me, I'm going to the nations. <laughs> but I need you to understand that the difference between the one who goes to the nations and the one who doesn't it was a small book because John was also one of the disciples have you noticed that we don't know anything about many of the disciples somebody should tell me what Thaddeus did after Jesus left what about Bartholomew I hope you understanding what I'm trying to say we, we don't hear of many of them but John is one of them that we hear of. I won't be surprised if this is the reason. I will not be surprised. A small book that he ate. And so he's, what he said, it has gone around nations. Then the angel told him, you are going to people of different tongues. You may think it is the same as nations, but I came to tell you that many nations speak the same language. So maybe you have been going to nations, but you are going to Nigeria, Ghana, uh, Liberia, uh, who else speaks English? <laughs> Gambia. Uh, free, uh, what, Sierra Leone, Sierra Leone, who again speaks English, South Africa, same language. Ah. But he says, after, after you have eaten this small difference, you know, now you are going to add Ivory Coast, Cameroon, Equatorial Guinea, Angola, uh, uh, Switzerland, uh, different tongues. This is different different tongues. And that's also a different level of ministry. And the last level there that he gave him were the kings. 
the kings. I'm sure you noticed from the uh, documentary we showed last night, you saw Bishop Doug standing with a lot of presidents. They showed the picture, but what we could not show was many of them receiving Christ. Some, even in Islamic countries, wow. receiving Christ as he went on the day. Our father, our, our former president, Rawlings, was led to Christ by Bishop Dad. Amen. Amen. Meanwhile, for you and I to even go and just greet the president, <laughs> please, I'm greeting. <laughs> Nobody's my near so. We even arrive and leave, cry, they don't know. I'm talking to somebody this morning. But what I want to say to you is that the difference. It's a small one. The difference is a small one. Often when we look at something that we really hold in high esteem, we think that the difference is a big difference. And I read, I deliberately cited this example in Revelation chapter 10 because I was explaining to you that this book that just looks like any book is the reason why somebody has people volunteering and following and somebody has not. If you take the book and you just read it from cover to cover, you can read it cover to cover, it will not change anything. But if you take your time, to eat a book means to take your time about it. You stay with this. You, you understand it until it is inside you. And then that group of people, you begin to teach them. What I shared with you about Ephesians 4, 11 and 12 is one of the first truths from this book. So by the time you have eaten it and understood it, you are now even teaching them to understand that they too, they must work in the church. It is there you are going to teach them to be builders of the church. Hallelujah. Amen. 
A little difference, but a very big difference. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Amen. Amen. I'm taking some time on this because it's very possible that we will come and we'll go and nothing will change. Because as we continue now to talk about the highlights of the Great Commission, you will be even more convinced that people need to be with you to do the work. The pastors here who have one or two people already you have taken a step I mean in this conference you have taken a step ahead because they have been here with you understanding and hearing so when you now wake up and say I'm coming to put some leaders together they are the first who even say oh pastor I'm with you I'm with you I'm with you I'm going to wait after service I'm with you so when they when they when pastor starts talking and the others are like ah what has happened to him what is that they will stop because two or three of their number are saying oh I'll be part then they will say oh let's also be part and see and say as a for me emuka crano and yes and semina it's very 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 important many of you are paying all your offering to please how much do they charge for uh, how much is instrumentalism how much is every Sunday? And hey, is that what? Some fifty, some what? Hundred something. Uh, One fifty, hundred Ghana cities. Yeah. Is it per person and as a group or no? Per person. Hey, yeah, right here. So, uh, organ hundred, bass guitar hundred, drums hundred. Yeah, for lead guitar and kahu and as a enjoy. Yeah, for kahu, lead guitar hundred. Hey. Trumpet, hundred. Chesse for playing. <laughs> Every week, you are paying 500 CDs. I don't want to ask you how much the collection was in the first place. No wonder when you went to look for land, you couldn't buy. Because the money is gone. Every say, Offering a ebay, Sikaya Kakrebi, and one being a Kaseda, Nyobo Gai, Oman Hundred Ghana, Nyobom Fidiobo Trumpet, Obapo, and Sikani in Asan, Obedan Yaska Kotasasi. Oh, is it true or is not true? And the reason is because he does not know that that is part of his work in the building of the house but if you had taught him 
If you had told him, if you had said to him, I am your pastor, I have to teach you because you and me, you also have to build the house, he will begin to understand that part of his share is that work that he's doing. I'm talking to somebody. Some of you to get them to even just go and deposit uh, the small offering in the bank. You have to put your hand in your pocket and bring uh, uh, what do you call it? Transport money. <laughs> <laughs> Offering Kakrana Abano say they call bank kura pragia for Ghana. No, I just say soft food to your man. Mama, as if you are living with us. <laughs> ah, hey. Meanwhile, the person goes to town every day himself or herself. But just because the house of God, Sofu says, when you are going, take this offering and pay. Say, ah, yeah, 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 bring me. Sani pakro ya debi ya adechi ya ochini kurembe biyo bekobi ya onwa netu ya pragesika na ansu se sofo na asuma ninti sa asore jubenti esese yetu ya because pastor you have not taught him or you have not taught him you have not taught him he gave some gifts the apostle the pastor the evangelist the teacher for what to raise them to teach them how they must work to build the church osofo enye nsono mani mfu msuo efise the church members have eaten all the money there's nothing left to do anything I'm talking to somebody I don't know how again to, to, I wish I could take my hat and just put it down for you <laughs> Hey. hey, that is why we come and we say to you that please, so it's a ministry, it's not for money. What has brought us yes. to Doma is not money. What has made Bishop Dad call some people and say, Go with the books and go everywhere that they would open the door, you go with it. It's not for love of money. Oh no. But it is to just say the things that I'm trying to say this morning. Because we have heard a lot of things. Oh. We have gone to places, then the pastor will say, Oh, now send me cry. Me preach, you know, send me the tobacco in one place. And because I'm going to miss so much, 100 books. Some things we shouldn't say them. You shouldn't say them. You want to buy a book that has been written by an American man for 120 Ghana cities. But when a Ghanaian comes to you and the book is 20 Ghana cities, they say, oh, Ghana for you, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah,
But this morning, I'm just saying to you that if even it is just one book that you get, stay by it. Let it minister to you. Put your Bible here. Put the book here. Be checking the scriptures. Is that what? When you finish, start to gather your people and teach them to work in the ministry. Because it is very different from Sunday morning preaching. Sunday morning preaching is a different thing. Sunday morning preaching is happiness preaching. Uh, As a Sunday morning is happiness preaching. Because the church is a mix of people. Baby Christians, some who have just come to the Lord a few days ago. So you cannot give them meat to chew. But you can get that group of people. And now, you begin to teach them the meat, the work of them. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. Very important. That's why I said it is a diversion, but I needed to divert there so that I can continue teaching about the Great Commission. You cannot feel it alone. My my prayer is that you go back to your church and this Sunday you make an announcement. And you say, I'm looking for somebody. You think you want to do a little more for the Lord. And I want to train you to do that. If you are interested, lift your hands. Out of your cl- your church of hundred people, fifty will lift their hands. Then you tell them, wait after church to see me. By the time, by the time you are actually ready to meet them, there will be only twenty. Uh, or even 10 <laughs> but don't be worried but don't be worried start teaching those things and you are teaching them the work of the ministry hallelujah in a short space of time you begin to have people who will now be standing with you to do the work to Amen. Right now you have some, and some of those people will be willing to sit and be trained in the work. Some you also have to call and invite them to join. Please, oh, 
If you add them, you they will frighten you out of your own meeting. It doesn't mean if they say they will come allow them to be there, but as you start teaching, women who say after some time, Hallelujah. Amen. Because sometimes God makes a difference. I went to do this work. I had a conference in Equatorial Guinea. And I Equatorial Guinea. The Guineas are three, uh, yeah, so Equatorial is one of them. And on the Sunday, I had some free time, so I went to visit my own church. And uh, you know, I'm saying this because I had a very big surprise. When I got there, and I saw the the workers in the church. They were all women and men over the age of 50. Some very wealthy people and they were working in the church. And I remember telling the pastor, hey, I've seen something today. Because they were working. So that's why I'm saying that if you have some who join, you just leave them. Those who their heart is in, they will stay. But those who, I mean, they are too big, So please let us go back to where we were in Matthew chapter 28. From verse 18. Jesus came and spoke to them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always to the end of the world. And we started to pick out the highlights of this commission. And yesterday we looked at the going. How to go and do the winning of souls. We jumped over the first point, which was in verse 18, and today I want to go there. Where Jesus said, All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. I want to link it to Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 where he says you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in 
in Jerusalem, Judea, Judea, Samaria, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. And so the second thing we want to look at is power. Power to me. Jesus promised that if we went to go to do the work of evangelism, there will be power. But we have limited this power. We seem to have limited the power. We have limited it to a meeting where we lay hands, someone falls down, and that's all. But when you become somebody who begins to witness and to win souls, there is another, there's more power that follows you. And every church that does evangelism, there is a certain power in it. If you remember when we started this conference, I was giving you examples of places where the church used to be very powerful. Some of the missionaries who came even to a country like Ghana, they didn't even have some of the things that we are proud of today. Some were not tongue speakers, they didn't even understand that. And they knew about the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, yeah. patience. They knew those many, things. Yeah, yeah, many in the and, time, yeah. and yet, 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 and and yet, and yet, and they now came to learn the language and to stay there but today look at many of us power churches allow me to give us in the power churches how many of us you can even send somebody from here and say go and start a church in Asangragua and so it will come and tell you that suffer. The ground is very hard. Now, and the reason is because the power that comes into a church that is soul winning, that power is not there. Please, as I'm speaking, you know, I'm speaking generally now. Just generally. And these countries we are speaking of that were so responsible for the gospel going, you can see that as they stopped going, they too. A certain power is needed. 
and we need it back in the church and it will come from soul winning it will come from it will come from the preaching of the gospel Pastors, please don't be angry with me but I told you today that today is my last morning so I have to speak the truth mommy says I should go on many current pastors cannot preach the gospel we can't preach the gospel hello we cannot preach the gospel D.L. Moody, it is said that he preached for six weeks for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Six weeks, night after night after night. If a week is seven days, six times seven, 42 days on one scripture for God so loved the world. Please ask your neighbor, and please don't be angry with me, just ask your neighbor, can we manage it? 42 days for God so loved the world. I wonder who. I wonder. Papa no boni din papa mudi eh senior yankopon do wi ase ni so de ne ba wo no kuru ma ye no bibiara ojini din wa nyira no nyada nkwa sa asem kakra we no o ka ho asem na wo twi aduanan ni echire mo ma ye misa se enei ye mere sa asem ye betim de eh don hwire ba kumpa ka ho asem ana eh can we can we preach for 3 weeks except a man be born again he cannot enter the kingdom they one will be powerful. Made, made made but they too thank you. General Secretary, you are my man. The rest of the days, Oh my God. Ah, God help us. Amen. I remember that I used to go on crusades. I was living in the north. I said, ah, Lord, the people, look, the poverty is so much. We can't do anything about it. But Lord, if they have lost on earth, please don't let them lose in heaven. Let me go and do a crusade. Apostle, I will go. I will go. I will take my young people like that, some older ones. We will go to the village. We'll set up everything. It's now time for the crusade. When I hold the microphone. Now I may saw microphone no say na. Then cry na me baby preach What cry am I going to preach? I'll manage it something, something, something. Make her be, 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 some will be saved, some will not be saved. Now, my friend. Until I heard my father saying something. He said, What you don't know, copy. 
What you don't know, copy. I said, okay, okay. I don't know how to preach this gospel. I need the people to be saved, but I don't know what to say. But I know somebody who knows what to say. Then I'll put my father's message there. I'll be listening. I'll be listening. I'll be listening. I'll be listening. Now my trauma notes. Point one. Point two. Point three. When I get there, and when I get to stand there, I'll tell you. I need you to listen. message, but the truth of the matter is that I've copied my father's message. When I start to preach and I give the altar call, before I am aware, look at people standing. I remember a village that I went to. Make a preaching me say me hear altar call. No, the imam, the imam of the village, with his cap on his head. That's how I knew he was the imam. For when you chinin away obia or nimnie Oh yeah, now so yeah pepepe and to me says me papa tag na preaching our dear go a video sono mitie anopa mitie and you mre me copy na come a commanti me kojinawa obia when you bekas a me ama sam na make an so ya make an ya me papa dag na sem na make na se Emra mi kusu ameka na sa no afi tom bebre e de won huma awrade ama imam kura no mo ye pfo bebre e de won huma awrade hallelujah amen in those days to get a message sa amra no se wo anka sa wo benya bribia wo be kana na living in tamale to get a message i'll send somebody go to this place go to the office go back as in some just to get one or two. But today I thank God that is different. Today you can open your phone. You can go and have church with Bonke and learn how to preach gospel. You can open Bishop Dag, learn how to preach the gospel. You can also buy a book. Learn how to preach. And then, let us not fool ourselves. So we have to learn it. We we are say yes. And then you walk when you be brave. You be to me the Asian send Asian asempano. You di can be ngoma ya cho ya huweche. You open so tsiambi ya ewoho. And when you are barefoot, if you die ewoho, obi open so uti ni ne ya papa daga ukwa. I am Papa Bonki, and in your microphone, I can say, I can say, I can say, and I cry, I can say, I can say, can that hate no more of Ukraine or audio? You know, I'll be to Matibi. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Because as we do, there's a certain power that comes. All the people that we are speaking of, it is, you see the power around them. I don't know the inside of many ministries, but I know the inside of the ministry that I belong to. I've watched my pastor go to the UK and preach in the UK and somebody who is a bona fide lawyer practicing in the UK has given up her calling and comes I want to go to missions if that is not power tell me what is power ah uh, yeah me papa united states mama uk uk Sometimes 
Is it power or it is not power? I have been there before. And my father has called me. <laughs> and he has told me that. Have you seen that country called India? I want you to go there with the books. As I was going, one name, one phone number, that's all. Emra, me papa suma me se me nko India na sa ngumai aye kanwa se bi me mfa bi nko ho me ko no na bi bi mi ni mo bia ho one name one phone number i know eh eh di ba ko pe ni number ko na na mi but because power sent me nan so na me se to me na suma me ntino when i got there emra me ko dru ho I got a mission house to stay in. The pastor's wife fed me for three weeks, Manchaka. And every day, I was meeting groups of pastors, groups of pastors, groups of pastors, telling them, I've come to you with some books. The books will help your ministry. They didn't know him at that time from anywhere, but power because he was a preacher of the word of God. It was working. Enam said to me and asuma minti emra mi kodru ha na minim obi a no da bia de ba chi bia na mi di hono nyina na binya asofuku a na mi di wonhia eche na fe me kan woma no ho asem ekyere wo sofu it is good to be honest with yourself how many people can you call who will follow you asofu e say ya nkasa ye di no krema ye ye mi say ye ho say ipa dodo sen e na ye frere na how many can you send somewhere? I just want to share with you that the power is from the preaching of the gospel. Amen. Amen. And as you preach, you will see that that power is following you. Me, I knew I was coming to Doma. I knew I was coming to Doma. We packed some books and some things in the car. And I knew that I was coming and we were four. <laughs> I also knew that Pastor Albert who had been coming to you was coming. When I turn around, this one has added, this one has added. Man, I'm just sharing with you that as you are sharing the gospel, I'm a sharer of the gospel. I noticed that some people rather are even coming. It is a power that follows those who preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray that you are able to grasp what I'm sharing with you. And that as you share, you see, many of us do the do crusades, but sometimes just once a year. But as we teach our people and it becomes, what should I say, a, 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 a frequent thing, things that, not only the crusade, I think I talked about this yesterday, different ways of soul winning becomes a main thing in the church. You yourself, Pastor, when you finish preaching every Sunday, altar call, every Sunday, they look like nothing no. you put it together at the end of the year oh it's a good number and you see that a certain power 
another dimension of power is also beginning to follow you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen and amen. amen. Let us continue with our scripture. We are in Matthew 10, 28. In verse 19, we have already talked about the going. Now, the next thing it says there is teach all nations. So, the teaching is part of this whole uh, 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 soul winning that we have to do. This is what gives rise to a church or a fellowship. Because in order to teach, we have to gather. Remember the example that I gave you at the beginning when I said the ape cannot gather its children. But we, we can gather people. Hallelujah. Amen. And so the converts who are coming, either those who are coming every Sunday as you are sharing in your church, or those who are coming from the outreaches, or those who are coming because you had some kind of evangelistic program, you need to now teach them all things. And so the teaching of the, 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 the preaching of the gospel is not just the salvation but now bringing them together to teach it is also church planting and this is where I want to teach you something from another book of Bishop Dad, the mega church, and this is called retention evangelism. Now has another cover. This is an older edition, but it's the same stuff. Hallelujah. Amen. Retention evangelism. Now, retention evangelism is the art of winning souls and retaining the souls. I want you to think about something. If all the people who gave their lives to Christ under your ministry, if all of them, and all the visitors who visit your church, if they joined your church, would it not be a mega, mega church by now? And this is what retention evangelism is about. Hallelujah. Amen. And I, I just hope to endow to engage us for a short time, but it's very important. I want to engage us for a short time, but it's very important. The first thing that I want us to say to see is that we must have the same mindset Jesus had that nothing will be lost. 
wona agya no de won be maye ne ni hu kwan se ba kumpo eyira john 18 verse 9 the second half says of them which thou givest me have i lost none that was the mind of jesus yesu kiso na dwen a wa o kan wo john se agya wona wo de won amame no ba kumpo anyira but it is not the mind many of us have. It requires us to make some effort. Again, I want to talk about something that is a little thing but is a, a, a big thing. If you remember, let me take you back to yesterday. When we talked about having a map of the, the town and you've divided it and you have placed some people in the different areas. Now, let us say that in area A, there was some kind of evangelistic activity. So let's say the people there, maybe the leader said, we are going to go knocking on doors this particular day. So they go, they knock on doors, talk to people, share the gospel. They come back very happy because they have won some souls, and soul winning brings a certain happiness. But when they have finished, or as they win the souls, there are two small things they have to do. The first thing that they have to do is to have the name and the phone number of everybody who gave their lives to Christ. It sounds like a very small thing. And many times when you send them, the people going also think it is not necessary. They must come, they must write it. Why? It is the only way that you as the senior pastor will know that the work has been done. So that's one of the benefits. I'll tell you more as we continue. The second small thing that must happen is that on the following day being Sunday for instance somebody must go and bring the person to church so for have you not heard it so many times oh I'm so beba they said they will come they said they will come you have to go and make them 
And so with this, I want us to talk about three very important strategies of retention evangelism. But for this one, we have to go to school small. Strategy number one is called follow up. Follow up. And I've asked them to bring us. Pocho, can you see from where you are sitting? Can everybody see the drawing, the graph there? Okay. I think you have to remove this one uh-huh, so, that can see uh-huh, so that they can see fully. Thank you. This is a diagram that you actually find in the mega church. It's found in the book, the mega church. And Bishop Doug explains the effect of follow up by using this graph. It is a graph showing how the population of the world suddenly increased. So this is supposed to be the number of people in the world and down there is years, the number time. And down there is just over time, time. So there was a time when the population of the world was almost constant. Then something happened in the world. The thing that happened, it caused the number of people in the world to steeply increase and it is still increasing. What had happened? Why was it that the population started going? Was it that people started to have more babies in the world? The truth is that it was not because more babies were being born. The reason was that at a certain time, which he has put X there, a certain time, suddenly the discovery of antibiotics, medication, antibiotics, abombel, tunumine, amoxiclav, those kind of, it came into the world. So the women who they used to do CS and they would die, or people who get a cut, you get infection, you would die. They all stop dying. <laughs> If you remember, it used to be said that people must have plenty of children because by all means, plenty will die. So that when all have died, small will be remaining. 
This is our own and one in a wa, a bay ass and two bay fifteen. So that Omua at least a becker some four or five. But when the antibiotics came, this medicine came. Now, dear, when you have the 15, 15 in population started to go up. Hallelujah. Amen. Instead of people dying when they are 30 years old, they started to live 60, 70, 80, and the population of the world. Is going up. So when Bishop Doug became a pastor, he too discovered that his church was like many churches, constant number like that. Sometimes it goes down a little, comes up a little, but the average. Until he discovered something called follow up, which is what we are discussing today. By introducing follow up into the church, just like how the population of the world started going up, that's exactly how the populations of the church started going up. Hallelujah. Amen. The follow up graph. And this is strategy number one. In retention evangelism. How does it work? All the converts that we got, all the visitors that you got, all those names that you got, you now bring them and prayer is done. Prayer is done. Sometimes we engage the whole church in praying for the new converts. Oh, at all. In my church, it is not me alone. I have people who pray throughout Saturday night. There's another group that prays throughout Friday night. What are they praying about? They have received the names of all the converts who have come in over the week. And they start to pray. Lord, I pray for Ajwa. Lord, I pray for Kwesi. I pray for Al-Hassan. Even as he has received you, Lord, let his salvation be real. Let his salvation, let it hold. Lord, bring him to church tomorrow. Bring him back again. As he is coming, let him come with his family members. As he is coming, let him come with his friends. The prayer goes on. Let him stay in the church and grow as a believer. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 19 talks about my little children of whom I travail again until Christ be formed in you. 
Many times as we are trying to win souls, we pray a lot before we go. But when we get the converts, <laughs> we usually don't pray as much to but when you start to engage, follow up, the prayer is so important. In my church, they have the Friday all night and the Saturday all night. It happens whether I am there or not. But it is not the only prayer for these people that is being done. All the workers in the church, they all have different prayer schedules. And you see, it is something that you need to organize. Nowadays, the way the world is and the way life is, not all the prayer meetings can happen in the church auditorium. So we have we have WhatsApp groups. So if you remember, let us go back to our map. Every leader, every pastor in his area. He has a WhatsApp page with all his workers. And when it is time to pray, he'll go on the group and remind them we are praying at 7 or we are praying at 4am nowadays the technology has even become better you have something that is called a group call so you just just when you open that one page you can call everybody at the same time and then when they wake up it's time to pray there is another app on the phone telegram 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 can allow you to pray together the video of the leader of the prayer is on so everybody can see him and then the rest of us our names will be there so you can see everybody who is awake and they have a microphone and we say put on the microphone so when it is time to pray and he's giving the topic all of us on it I remember one night we were praying then we heard then we all started, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? By the time we all start shouting, who is that? Who is that? Somebody will call the person Charlie. Oh man, who said who na wada? Na na. 
Abefum fidi eno eye ni kanse ni ekusu nyina no ebasa wo awoda no obi ehu se ya so mezi na eda yo ti ebefra se ye hwe ho ye and it helps us to pray what is the topic we are praying for the souls that we want it is not time to pray that your rent will be paid it's not prayer for your school fees so. <laughs> it's not prayer for your latest problem it's prayer for the house of God and the things of God hallelujah oh I said hallelujah amen Amen. Amen. the art of follow up some of these things you know when the town is not so large maybe you can still gather in the church but sometimes by using the online you help people who have work to be part uh-huh. because they know that oh we can come online from some 4.30 to 5.30 and then we can just be getting ready to go to work. So they will come and they will pray for someone. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, we are talking about three things to do within follow-up. The second thing is to visit them. Visit the new converts. Visit the new converts. And not only the new converts, but also visit the new converts, the visitors who come to your church. Many of our churches. Sometimes people come and visit, nobody even says anything to them. So sometimes they come and they go, and it's one of the reasons why they may not come again. But when it comes to the subject of visitation, it is one of the places where you can really get your church members to work. They can really work. Because they must be ready before the time. They must know this week, this group, we are on duty for visitation and follow up. So if you like, you can take, you remember the the groups, the areas. So you can say, area A that is under this pastor this week is for you next week is for the next group you know that way so everybody is on duty so when you give your altar call and converts come to stand there after they have prayed 
You can prepare a place for them to go and sit. Then the members who are on duty that week will go and talk with them. And when they are talking with them, they'll give them a form or write or get a form for them. Again, name, phone number. Because it is true that maybe it is mommy's sister who has come to church. But even though she's mommy's sister, she's also a person. So now you write her name, her phone number, she's worthy of babysit. Don't say that, oh, say, yeah, apostle, yeah, yeah, No, that's still an individual. And member people, members and members. We are going to visit everybody. So when you write the name, you ask them, so where are you staying? At the end of the service, Pastor, please ask, how many are visiting us for the first time? Please just wave at me. They wave at you. You tell them, when we close, I would like to meet all of you on this side. Shamfat is a very cheap drink. Shamfat would be one one packet. Cry, would you show might would it would some twenty people can get a drink? So you tell them we want to just refresh you. Some will drink, some will not. But they will remember that you try to refresh them. Again, the purpose is the same. You are collecting names phone numbers where the person lives. When we close, the leader collects all the papers. But the people, when they are going home, you have two choices. Sometimes you can get people who accompany them as they are going. As they are going home. You are going to know where they are staying. Oh. Another way of doing it is everybody, you allow them to go, and when you, uh, after church, when you meet, then the leader now sends people. These two, this paper, the person stays, is staying here. These two. But whatever it is, within 24 hours, all visitors and all new converts should have been visited. Hallelujah. Exactly. Hallelujah. Amen. You will be surprised, but just because of that visit, many will return the following week. Why do we go to visit immediately? Bishop Doug calls it the identify and locate visit. Because in Ghana, it's not easy to give directions. 
Please ask your neighbor who cry your house number, do you know it? <laughs> you know, for many of us, the district went around and put numbers on the house. We don't even remember. When, yeah, we don't remember. Then you ask the person, where do you, oh, me fear. Where they'll tell you that oh my maybe auto watch the day you are going on visit you know so I'm a man I'm a so now they are, you can't even you don't know whether it's left or right or where you should go then many people also when you ask them for their name they give you their official name official name if my sister is the bester say me sister i've taken my paper my mary mary but maybe in the area as auntie that is exactly that is that is exactly what i said that's what you okay thank you it's a, if you don't follow to go and visit, you know, yeah, you will know. You will know. You will get there. You say, I'm looking for Mary Kusi. I say, Mary Kusi. Oh, there be Mary Kusi over here. But, your AKA I'm old. Eh? Uh, uh, hmm. His real name, Richmond Opoku Sefa. Me, I've been his pastor all these years. What I know is this man, his name is Kata. His name is not Kata. It's what ba? We say we should share rich Monday. Oboku seva. Oh, Debbie. Any obo obo oboku seva be Debbie. I put your wood name oboku seva be Debbie Debbie Debbie. But when you follow the person and you are going, when the person even gets home, ah, hey, don't what ba? Then you know, said there's another name there. Thank you. And she said, "Udi ni panachi na ukuhumba biondi ya dimbia ya the friend biano." Hallelujah. Amen. I have to say something because this requires a lot of concentration. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. To do follow up requires concentration. In fact, strategy number two is actually concentration. Why do you need to concentrate? Every week it is changing. So maybe this week, five visitors, two converts. That's seven people. 
Enti ya mfano ti se na wotwe nipa be yenson aba asori. Bia be srawo eno bi nso aba asori. Next week we need to check whether the seven are they coming? Has somebody gone to bring them? So that group that was on duty, they have to go and bring them. But that week too, there's another people who have given their lives to Christ, and there are another group of visitors. And it is like that week after week after week. If you don't concentrate on it, if you don't let your mind be seriously on it, you will lose control of what is going on. Again, can I speak the truth? Uh, Pastors, many times we spend our time on what is not important. But as soon as you start to concentrate in this way, you see that you don't have a lot of time to spend on certain kinds of things. There, are, there is a lot of information on visits. In this book, you will meet three kinds of visits. I've only given you one, identify and locate. But there are two others here. There's another visit that is called <laughs> Word Encouragement, Love and Prayer Visit. Wealth for short, W-E-L-P word encouragement love and prayer and this is a this is a visit that you do there are times when you should schedule visitation for everybody in the church we are visiting and when they get there they must share a word Amen. But your mind must be on it because when you are sending people, you must be sure of what they are going to say. Some people are looking for an opportunity to share their latest revelation. The rod of Aaron that budded. That's what he's going to share. The rod of Aaron that budded. <laughs> the rod of Aaron that grew, if you like. He has got a new topic. But it is not going to help you. So you tell him what to say. It is part of the teachings. It is part of the teachings. You can also tell them when you go, share with them what I shared in church today. That's my favorite one. Do you know why? All the sleeping in the church will stop. There are some people, as soon as you start preaching, they start sleeping. Yeah, as soon as you start preaching, they start sleeping. But because they have to go and share, 
the same message. Hey! Hallelujah. Amen. And for this whole thing to work. Somebody must concentrate on it. Somebody's mind must be on it. I am a pastor. I also work with my father's books. So I leave my church from time to time. When I come back, I call a meeting. Of all the leaders of those areas. Uh, and now I want to know what has happened when I was away. Then they'll start to give me information. We have gone on four outreaches. We did this group, did a breakfast meeting here on this day. This group did this. This one did this. These were the converts that we got. So in the, in the, in the month, we got. 22 converts. We have visited all the 22, but we met only 20. Out of the 20, we have 16 of them who are now permanent members in the church. They have given a report. So they to their mind is on it. Something is working. Something is working. Hallelujah. Amen. From time to time, from time to time also, as the pastor of the church, I'll tell them that all the converts, I want to meet all converts who came to the church. I'm having a breakfast meeting with all converts from January to June. The new converts, those who gave their uh, Then they come. Then it's another opportunity for inter- all this is helping the people to become stable members in the church. Hallelujah. Amen. So strategy number two, concentrate. You cannot, it would make sure that you don't spend time on things that don't benefit. You notice that a lot of the quarrels go down. Nowadays, the devil has become an expert in finding things to annoy pastors. <laughs> but you don't have time. Mm. You don't have time to answer. You don't have time to be angry. Because you are trying to grow your church. By the time you are aware, they have even stopped. They have insulted you and wedged. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. The principle of concentration. 
When you concentrate on it, it works. If you remove your eye from it and say, oh, they'll let it work, it will fall down. But if you concentrate on it, it will work. And from time to time, from time to time, you see, it is hard work, and these people are working together with you. And so from time to time, sometimes you decide that let's have an awards Sunday. And that Sunday, you just you see, <laughs> it's not something you are going to spend a lot of money on. No. You just get some certificate made, and the certificate will say something like, Auntie Mary, she's winning an award this month for bringing the largest number. Of people to the church, that small recognition of Bayer Juma no more the next month. Ah, we are making a Bia, who a Druba Bia, a Dancidi Crata, Odebemani Parana, what Bibit said, Oh, Yenriaba Joyce. I see a female on an OBA way, a crap out the manner, the Niji, a shedding cry, my Oyenho, at the Yerjumano. Hallelujah. Amen. And you see, the person is encouraged to even do more. Because they can see it is working. And they can see that you have seen, and now people are also seeing. Hallelujah. And the third strategy in this follow up is to be devoted. To be devoted. Devote yourself to your people. Devote yourself. And, and there, are, there are chapters in this book that you must share with your people. How to be a devoted member. Because we have not taught it, many of our members are not devoted to us at all. They're not devoted to the church they are in at all. If a new something something comes around, no, they will leave you and go. In Kumasi, I remember one time they said, "What this was then latest? This was some years ago. I think he was called Nyami Yobolo. People have left their church, going to Nyami Yobolo. But you see, when you teach your men. When you teach your members to be devoted, they will not be running after every uh, new wave. That's a child. The Bible says that you are a child when you are tossed to and fro like that. Every new thing you are following. In fact, when they are even occupied and working like this, they will not even go. Because they are devoted. If you say what Hallelujah. Amen. This morning we are looking at the teaching, what the teaching does in the Great Commission. And it says, teach all nations. 
Teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. And I started sharing with you how to retain them. Because when you retain them, then you can teach them. One of the reasons why many people don't know much is because they don't stay in church much. So, Pastor, you are preaching the word is good word, but the sheep is not there to eat the food that you are bringing. But as you employ the follow-up with all the things that we've discussed and you add the devotion to it, you see that they begin to come regularly and then their growth is also improved and regular. Amen. Amen. We are soon done. But let me just add two more things. I want us to take a couple of lessons from Jesus. The next point I want to share with you is prepare for the increase. Prepare for the increase. In the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus showed us how he prepared for his miracle that was going on. Before the miracle had happened, before anything had changed, he said, make the people sit down. Some in companies of five, tens, fifties, hundreds. He set people over them. He prepared for them. And he prepared for them. If you are expecting increase in the church, as you are now doing more of the evangelism, more follow-up looking for people, the church will grow. But one of the reasons why the, the church does not grow or the growth does not stay is that sometimes we are not ready for it. Many Maybe you have been praying to God, Lord, let the church grow, let the church grow. And many times when you are praying like that, please give a number. It's good to have a number. <laughs> so maybe you have 80 people and you are praying, Lord, I want to now cross the 100 barrier. It will interest you to know that in many churches, a pastor who's looking for over 100 people, he has 80 members, he has 80 chairs in the room. So you are not ready. Sometimes the chairs are even around. 
but he has not arranged the 120. If you are expecting 120, put 120 there. <laughs> I've noticed that in many churches, they will leave the chairs stacked over there. Oh, general secretary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we have a lot of chairs now. <laughs> but it is true. Sometimes you see that all the chairs that are down are full, and the rest are stacked. You are not ready for the increase. When the angel of growth comes through the church, and he walks around and he looks, and he sees that your 50 full chairs are there, he goes back with a report to the Almighty and says, They are not ready. You are praying for 120 people, put 120 churches, chairs there. Put 120 chairs there. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, sometimes we are praying for what we have not seen. Oh. You are asking God for 500 people. When my church was 350, I was praying, Lord, give me 500. Lord, give me 500. It sounds reasonable. One morning, my brother, the Lord sent me, paid me a visit. And I heard him ask me, you are not ready for 500 people. I said, oh. Oh, that's what you're saying. But when I went to look, I realized it was true. I did not have ashes, enough ashes to handle 500 people. I did not have enough offering baskets to handle 500 people. I did not have enough chairs. I didn't even know where I'll put the chairs. We are asking God for increase. Prepare. <laughs> You have 80 people. You said God should give you 120 people. But you don't have any database with the names of your people, with their phone numbers, and where there is no database anywhere. If God should add more, how will you how, how will you know them? How will you account for them? You must have there must be a book of your members or in this computer aid there must be a computer somewhere with all your members until you have it, you are not yet serious. Do you know why I'm saying this? Look, no matter what we say, we cannot remember everybody. 
Some of our churches, the reason why we didn't get everybody back after COVID was because we had forgotten some of them. But if you had had a database or you had even had a book in which they say, hey, Hey, yes, we. Hey, we are busy. Hey, 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 you would have gone to look. So, if you don't even have a database for your 80 members, why should God bring you 400? Sir, and I'm saying, you members, no, uh, and it is hard work because if you have a database you must always be updating it because Kwamina who used to be a member of the church now he is on transfer to somewhere you should have your another list all those who you see they were your members but they are transferred so he's no longer today with you here uh, the prayer that is needed to maintain a church of 50 people is very different from the prayer that you need to maintain a church of 2,000 people. It's very, very different. Prayer for 50 people, one person can do. Prayer for 2,000, one person cannot do. You have to organize it so that there is prayer going on and the prayer is still there. It cannot all be on your shoulders, man of God. It cannot. That's why some of our men of God are worn out. Worn out. Exhausted. Because you are fasted until there are no more days left. <laughs> but you have to share the bed, you know. You have to share the bed. Moses was able to lead six million people out of Egypt. Uh, I don't know what they said or whatever but when they came to the desert he could not shepherd 6 million people and that was why in Numbers chapter 11 the Lord told him to choose some men Numbers 11. Numbers 11 and he called them 70 people so not knowing that the work Moses was trying to do was 70 people's work master you are trying to do 70 people's work no wonder you have already got ulcer 
Most of us, if they come and check our BP, we are on BP medication. But I'm afraid we didn't It was God who told him, You cannot do this work alone. You it alone. And God told him, Bring them to stand there. And then he said, I will take of the spirit that is upon you. It's not another spirit, the one on you. And I will put it on them. Why? So that they will bear the burden of the people with you. And woman say it is one Holy Spirit. But the gifts are different. The churches are different. You need people with your spirit to share the burden of your people with you. Hallelujah. Amen. And so as you have a general database for the church, Every leader must also have a database for their people. This one is a lighthouse baby. He joined the church like as a baby. And now he's finished school. As you say, well, to me, every school. You are church drama, or you are not the drama? Please, I'm the drama. Okay. How many people are under you? About 35 people. He has, is it 35 or about 35? Or 35. Is trouble? Uh, 35. A human being cannot be about. Is you either are or you are not. 35 yes, people. Please. So when I come to him, I don't know his 35 people. But he must know his 35 people. He must know where his 35 people are living. He must know what is happening in the house to all those 35 people. Then when there's an issue, so he is sharing the burden with me. But when something comes he cannot handle, he will come and tell the pastor over him or he will come and tell me, I need some help with this or with that. He cannot come and tell me that he's only going to beat drums in the church. When you go and stand before Jesus and he's asking you to render account, are you going to tell him that your fruit is a drum? Which part of the drum? The cymbals or the, 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 the snare or which which part of the drum is your is your fruit? <laughs> the drum is his service. If I went, he said, I heard he was coming. I said, oh, very nice. It means that my music, at least I know the drama who is there. It will work for me. I knew that he would come. But his fruit is human being. Now, I know, 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 I
Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you very much. And I could call each one of them. Everybody has some people under them. If you are expecting an increase, you also need to check how your church is. Because we have allowed a culture of non-excellence to be in the church. <laughs> a culture of non-excellence. We don't do the thing excellently. In many of our churches, total disorder. The church is quiet on me again. Mm, I told you today they are came to tell the truth. Mm. If we cannot keep order with 50 people, there are 50 people in your church. Five of them, as you are preaching, they are chatting at the back. Please Three children are running around. When you are even preaching Kurano. And you are asking God to increase your number. Fifty. Look at the confusion. If he gives you three hundred, we have multiplied the confusion by three. Instead of four women talking at the back, it will be twelve. Instead of three children running around, it will be nine. I'm talking to some people. <laughs> the choir, they are supposed to meet. They will not meet. Sunday morning, they'll stand there, then they'll say, Hey, young baby, let's look for something to play. Hey, When they sing the whole song, it's like burnt ashes. Burnt offering. The music is not working. Praise and worship is not working. I thought you said you want to grow. You see, as the people come cry and they hear what is going on, they will leave. won't lie to you. I'm sharing with you what I've been There was a time in my own church. When the praise and worship leader starts, I will suddenly find somewhere to go. 
I'll go and do something around. Because the piano is in X. The backers are in something. Hey, nenyo. And you see, sometimes as pastors, we are soft and we feel that I don't want to hurt their feelings. So we leave it like that. If I even ask him to stop crying, I don't even know who will come and replace him. So Remove him. Why? Remove him. Put music on your phone. Put your praise and worship on your phone. Come and attach it to a speaker. The people in the church will be able, able to flow. And when even visitors come, oh, they will also pick it. And they will flow. Don't allow the disorganization to continue. Don't allow people to disrespect the word that you are preaching. You see, when the praise and worship is going on, we are a dancing people. We like to dance. <laughs> so people will dance. It is when your word is coming, that is when all the things begin. The one that is supposed to now change people, no, they don't even hear. It is you who has to bring the order. It is you who has to bring the order. Talk with them privately once or twice. But, but if it is not stopping from your microphone what is going on microphone the, the talking will stop the talking will stop you see the children running around around are there ashes in the house why are the children it will stop it will stop it will stop because you, you are preparing your house for a mega harvest. And you cannot have somebody spoil your harvest. Which farmer goes to the farm, gets sweat, he, he, he harvests his maize, then he brings it for somebody to leave it outside for rain to beat it. You are the pastor of the church. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't have anybody to play your instruments. Please, the children will learn it. The children will learn. 
the children in Columbus. Ten-year-olds, eleven-year-olds, twelve years old. You teach them this is their service to God. They will learn it and they will learn it properly. I tell you that they are, more, they are more anointed than your shabu players. And, and when they are learning, they learn the original. Shabu players, they, they cannot play the original. They come and stand there and they are playing their own something, something, something. And they grow with it. And as they are growing, you know, as they will go to school, there's another group coming. There's and you teach them. These are the songs I like. I don't like these ones. These are the ones. They will do it for you, Pepepe. One of my services, the current praise and worship assistant is about... How old is uh, Ate? 13, yes. He's 13. He's, uh, he's now assistant worship leader. Yeah. And when he, he leads it and it is working. Yeah. And I'm already looking for who is next. And I don't accept. He cannot come and say I'm a child, so I will do it anyhow. No, 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 no. He would do it properly. And when the other children see, you see that they too. So in the children's church, I noticed these days they are taking their instruments and things very seriously in their place there. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that with these few words, as we implement it, we will see what we want to see. It is a lot, I know. We will send the messages to apostles so that anybody looking for it can have it. And just put it down. Listen. You might want to remind you want to remind yourself of a portion of it and you want to implement it. I pray that I've given you enough to be able to implement that part. I'm sorry I didn't give us a break today. I just wanted to make sure that we will finish what we will have to finish in our last morning. But at this time I want us to rise to our feet. Uh, and I just want you to pray oh I have such a burden for the churches in Doma I pray that God will help you 
So many you are pouring your life into the church and wondering why you are not seeing what you want to see. But I pray that from the things we have shared, the Lord will encourage you and show you what next to do. Just pray, lift your voice for a few minutes. Don't give up on the ministry. I don't know somebody you were feeling so tired. But the Lord is here. He's replenishing your strength. Just lift up your voice. Maonesso, Oh, yes. Lift your voice and pray. It's the same God who was there with you in the midnight hour. It's the same God who is able to wipe your tears away. It's the same God who was there in times of black and white. It's the same God. It's Jehovah, my great provider. Tell me why you're giving up on God. Oh, don't give up. Tell me why you're giving up on Him. Tell me why.
some of us the burden has become heavy but this afternoon he's reminding us that he's the one who grows the church Jesus says he says he is growing his church he will do it he will do it just keep your hold on him and he will do it father we give you praise we give you praise we give you praise thank you thank you Lord we're grateful Pray that the churches in Doma will be stronger. I pray for growth in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you who make a way in the desert, you will make a way for everyone in Jesus' name. I pray for more workers, oh God. I pray for he who has five workers to get ten. He who has ten to get fifty. He who has fifty to have one hundred. Let the church grow. Let the churches grow. Let the churches grow. Let the churches grow. I pray for that one who has been carrying everything on his own back, oh God. Father, give him workers to lift up his the burden. One heir to hold one hand, error to hold the other hand and Lord let the work go and Lord help them oh God that the churches will be mega churches oh yes Lord churches Lord where a little one is a thousand and a small one is a strong nation we give you all the praise we give you all the thanks in Jesus mighty name and all the saints shall say Amen, amen. and amen 
God bless you. Please put your hands together. Let's receive a cross up.